Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. The wonderful world of wine. Great to have you with us. Tom Petrosky had a beard. Gary was on TV. Mm. Costa the Gardener has a big bushy beard. He's on TV. Yes. Rex Hunt had a beard. Yes, Rex did. But a, a sculpted one. We're talking the bigger, bushier one. Max Gorn's got a big beard. He's yeah. on TV regularly. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be interesting. You should have stood your ground. You really should. If Max retired, he wouldn't have to shave his beard if he was to come into the media, would he? No, it's not like you to roll over like that, though. I would have thought you would have stood your ground. Georgie this. Samios has wandered into the studio and he's brought in a couple of bottles here as well, which is always one of my favourite times to see George. <laughs> Hello, Georgie boy. Oh, g'day. How are you? Yeah, no, that's the uh, wine that Scotty Pippen picked last week oh. as his favourite. And I forgot to bring him last week for you, so I thought I'd bring him in. And I'm actually up at Coldstream all weekend, so if anyone's up that way, pop up and I'll give you a taste of the wine that he loved. It is a Coldstream. Hills Block D Deer Farm Vineyard Pinot Noir. That was his favourite. Oh. Goes well with a Reuben sandwich. Oh, yes. Are you a Reuben's man? No, not at all. No. Ham, cheese, and tomato. Thank you. Oh, cut down. it out, Straight George. Don't, don't you say no, with him. Good no. on you, Georgie. No. See, and he, George is a food man as well. I've got a bit, uh, just on the ham, cheese, and tomato, I have gone a bit more exotic these days. Well, you put a little bit of seeded mustard on, have you? Ham, cheese, tomato, and onion. Oh. A little bit of red onion in there. Just yeah, takes it nice. to another level. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree. What about you smear a little bit of uh, no, seeded mustard? No, smearing. Yeah, no smearing going. <laughs> Can you say? Can you say? Um, <laughs> can you say the name of that sauce? <laughs> Which sauce? That sauce. You know the one that we were struggling with before. Um, oh, Coxie's about. It. No, Coxie's about to play it. Three of the hardest things for people to say: I was wrong. I need help. And Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. Oh. Worcestershire Corner of Glen Ferry and Auburn, 32 seats because I counted them. Beautiful host Hang that on, runs no, it. Not Glen Ferry and Auburn. Oh, sorry, um, Riversdale and Riversdale, Auburn. Riversdale and yeah. Auburn. Um, Mr. Sandrino, 32 seats, nothing over $40. Beautiful plates, wonderful wine list. You pick it off the wall, they put $20 onto the price. So you're buying basically a bottle shop price for an amazing bottle of wine. I and like they that idea. And they charge you $20 just for the, the uh, service they give you, which is amazing. Is it Italian? Uh, it's a bit of a mix. My my pick dish last weekend was they had a chorizo entree, which was amazing. Right, that's a bit upmarket for Gary the chorizo. Uh, well, Not at it's, all. It's, did it's, you get some? Stra- can you get straz? Can you ask for straz instead say, of the chorizo? No, but I could probably you could probably get a piece of white bread to put it in. No. <laughs> Nothing wrong with straz, my friend. That's a beautiful. <laughs> that's a beautiful cut of meat. Yeah, better, with a little bit of chutney. Better than the Reuben. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're a Hawthorne. 
uh, East, East Dweller. Head to Mr. Sandrino or what else? send in your recommendations from that area. Each each week we'll do an area. 043981116, Hawthorne East Restaurants or Food. Place. So you went with the chorizo. Was that just your entree? or No, we had a heap of starters. So we had some entree. We had calamari, main course, mm. wagyu, some pork from memory. They do this amazing roast potatoes. It reminded me of the way my way my mum made them, which was she'd, she'd boil the potatoes in chicken stock and then roast them. Oh. And that's how they did them. But they did Would them so Would she fluff them? them? Uh, she did. But they, at Mr. Sandrino, leave them soft. Beautiful, but beautiful. So they're crispy on the outside well, and soft on the, mid- in the well, middle? Well, they were sort of almost soft all the way through, oh. but they were beautiful. Were they? Yeah, you go and try them. Share plates or? Uh, either. To keep you happy, but it was share, yes. And what did you wash it down with? Um, I actually had a couple of beers that night. I was drinking the uh, Pentridge uh, Pilsner. Right. Actually, a beer is, I've got this other beer that I'm onto at the moment. Continue on, I've, I've, I've forgotten what's Yeah, called. no, I was drinking beer that night because I'd sort of had a few wines during the day while I was working, so I didn't feel so like So it's open, so. F- open for lunch and dinner? No, I think it's only open for dinner. You'll have to check on the website. It's pretty hard to get into. It's a book. Uh, they've got some tables outside, but uh, it's just a quaint little beautiful family-run restaurant. I went to one of those places on Tuesday. We had our lunch for Cooker on Tuesday, uh, Maria's Trattoria. In yeah. North Melbourne. Have you been there? Uh, a while ago, yeah. It's an institution in that yeah. part of the world. But, you know, the family cook, the, it's Italian, the family are cooking the kitchen, it's all homemade past that time. It, it is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And Cooker, as I said the other day, he loves his, he's been going there for 100 years. He, he loves his garfish as his entree. Yeah. <laughs> he, get, he get massive serves, and then he has the lamb cutlets. And I counted, I think there were six lamb cutlets on his plate, which he demolished in mm. about five minutes. Wow. But you get great serves there. So, and it's not expensive either. Not expensive at all. Uh, you know, old-fashioned sort of trattoria. Garfish. Yeah. You, the, the the, gar- the garfish are magnificent. They're a great. They're a great eater. So. The birra moretti was the one. The Italian oh, beer. Oh, the Italian beer. That's the one. You've just discovered that. Well, I was. Yeah. No, it was. Not, it's been around a while. No, no, it has. <laughs> but you drink your way through the different regions, and it, this is the one I'm onto at the moment. And we've also got Jake, who's a professor of English. He said, uh, "I love trying new foods. Where can I find this onion?" <laughs> Thank you, Jake. Uh, when are you uh, next lecturing at Monash University? <laughs> on the English language. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Anna's uh, Fish and Chips, number one. That's from Ben. So, uh, oh, yeah, on Glenferry Road. That's yeah, well, have you got, have you got nominations uh, Hawthorne, for food? Hawthorne, Hawthorne, Anywhere. East area. No, Anywhere. No, we're doing it by area. area, area. Oh, okay. Weren't you at that meeting? No, I wasn't no. at that meeting at all. <laughs> so in the just in the Hawthorne area. Hawthorne, Hawthorne, Hawthorne East Hawthorne. area. Yeah, Away you go. bit up market there yeah. in Hawthorne, though. Well, you can go and see Max. Maxie Gorn's joined yep, at the, uh, in, in Glenfrey Road. Moto. What's the name of it? Moto. Actually, he's got a couple out in Hawthorne. Yeah, he's out at in Hawthorne East, just near the Camwell Junction there. He's got one there. Yeah, now you see him around a bit. Um, and from a wine point of view, uh, what's our recommendation this week? Where uh, are we going? Uh, we're going back to McLaren Vale for a GSM, Gaz, oh, right nice. up your alley, nice. Grenache, Shiraz, Verdray, about 15 bucks, Chapel Hill, The Parson. P-A-R-S-O-N, Chapel Hill, The Parson. You should find it pretty easily. What are your tasting notes on this? Uh, soft and Tobacco. Soft and smooth. It's, soft and it's, gen- it's generous. You're not going to sell it. You're going to drink it. And you're probably going to have it with some lighter meat dishes. Right. All the things that you recommend are really drinking now type wines, aren't they? They're not selling uh, Yeah, well, not- I, well, I try to focus on wines where we like to spend regularly $20 to $30, find the odd bargain under $20. And to sell those wines, you can, mm. but I'm a believer that you buy some wines to sell it, but we drink more. 
we should drink more than we sell her because you'll just never get to drink it otherwise. It's crushing time? Yeah, it is. Vintage is happening. I'm back up to Yarra today to have a bit of a look. It's all looking good at the moment. They're a bit worried with some of the weather, but uh, Victoria's certainly looking good. And South Australia, fruit coming in apparently looks amazing. And what about uh, those areas that have been affected by the bushfires? Because there is a lot of vineyard up around, sort of out the back of Beaufort there, sort of, you know, drifting into... You know, Dalesford and the, are they been affected badly with the smoke and fires? Uh, unless they unless the fire actually gets to them, they're probably going to be okay. Because the thing with smoke taint, we found is that the fire has to happen around Verazon time, which would have been about ten weeks ago when the grapes are just starting to change colour. So if the if the fire happens, then there's a good chance you'll get smoke taint. I think now it's too late. The, the grapes are developed, so we should be okay. Here's a question about Grange. Everyone loves talking about Grange. Uh, my dad gifted my brothers and I a bottle of Grange each for our 30th. The three bottles consist of a 91, 92 and 93 Grange. We're not sure what to do with them. Should we drink them now or hold on to them? That's Cal and Geelong. Um, I'd probably be drinking them uh, soon. The 91 is one of the greatest Granges. The 92 and 93 nothing to sneeze at either. Would you not drink the 91 then and hang on to it if, you, if it's that good? And uh, I think if, if it's three brothers and it's their birth years which it sounds like it might be, they should wait until the last one hits a milestone birthday and eat all three and drink all three of them. Uh, the restaurant uh, that I was talking about is Maria's uh, Trattoria. Do you say Trattoria or Trattoria? Trattoria. Trattoria. Uh, I think it's Anna runs uh, the restaurant. Fantastic. Yeah. You know when... It's called Maria's, but Anna runs it. Well, Anna, Anna is part... I think Maria might be the mum mm. and now she's taken over uh, being the daughter. <laughs> she's taken over the restaurant. But don't get confused. Is he making his stuff up? The, the <laughs> restaurant is Maria. And you know the great thing? You know when you go to a restaurant and you're hungry and you're... Like... We're about you, parking. You, you like a bit, well, it's, it's fine. You can park, but there's meters and that. Type. It's near Traffic. The, it's near the market. So, oh, but busy, you busy. get big serves. Like you get oh, really yeah. good big serves because the uh, the new boss at Essendon, the new CEO, he was there as well. He's Italian, Craig Volzo. He came there and he went, oh goodness me, have a look at the size of this. Did pasta. you take some home, doggy bag? I didn't, and I didn't see anyone else take any home. Is that okay to do that? Uh, I'm not sure about it. You've been not a restaurant that. man. What if when somebody said, "Oh, look, can you just package that up for me?" Well, did you think what? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, there's a whole health issue with it because if if someone does get sick from it and they've carried it home and left it in the car for a couple of days, there's the whole issue there. When we're in the US before Christmas, we notice it's big over there that they offer it to you. I'm not sure. I don't. I, I don't really like it. No. Well, it's just cost of living these days, Georgie yeah, boy. You can't live. You don't right. want to live. If you don't buy Reuben sandwiches, you've got a little bit of extra money. You're okay. Morning, lads. Lulu, oh, yeah, I've been here. Lulu on Glenfrey Road. Beautiful South American Spanish style. Yes, that is good. That's yes. a nice place to go. Yeah. Uh, I'm flying to Perth tomorrow. Not me. This this is a text. Going to stay at the Margaret River for a couple of days. Which wineries? Uh, Vas Felix, Ooh. Voyager, and probably you've got to do Luna Estate just because of the name. But Vas Felix is a beautiful experience, lovely restaurant. Nice. Mr. Bianco and Q has been recommended by Troy, not far from Hawthorne. Squid Ink Pasta is the winner. Yeah. Avoca is the wine region too. Thank you, Stephen. That's yeah. what we should have said at the Avoca right. region. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of vineyards up that way, isn't there? There are. There are. But George, uh, hopefully it should be all right. There's this person saying this as well. What are your thoughts on going out for a drink and a feed at the moment? A friend of mine went to a pub and had to spend 23 bucks on a pint of beer. Feels like restaurants and pubs are taking advantage of things on the back of the taxes and coming out of COVID. 
23 bucks for a pint. No, that is high. Um, high. We were talking about it off air last week and just before with Wisp. It's tough at the moment for hospitality, but I think the answer for them is not to necessarily put their prices up. Um, I think you've got to provide the service that you're charging, um, it, but it is tough for them. 23 is a bit high, and I think the, the venues that are consistent, that deliver good quality, should be supported, and we should support them so they can keep going. Hey, Gaz, um, you were a mine host back in yes, the I day. Was. How much would you have charged for a beer back in those days? I think it was hot back then. was about 2.30 or something. Yeah. And did you get the extra salted peanuts with the pot? Free, <laughs> the extra salt, and the, don't salt. forget the wiping of the bench whispers. Well, just explain to people what the wiping uh, of the bench is. I've told you that many I times. I know, but there are new listeners to the program because yeah, always, I think anybody out there that thinking of going into hospitality, <laughs> becoming a mine host, this is the number. Story. This is the number one rule. The late great Graham Richmond said, "Righto, son, you're going into pubs. Always have a, a cloth and wipe down the bar. Always just wipe the bar constantly." I said, "Why would why wipe the bar if it's clean?" He said. Because every time you wipe the bar, they've got to pick the pot up so you can go underneath. And when they pick it up, they have a sip. <laughs> so you just keep doing that, and all of a sudden they're gone and you're into another pot. That's and the peanuts big. for? And extra salt on the peanuts. Yeah, so yeah, you get yeah. thirsty and you have <laughs> a. My great. brother in law says no to the doggy bag. He just thinks that's disgraceful. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Just, just on the price thing, too, I think you know it's tough at the moment because the beer industry and the spirit industry are affected by excise twice a year. They get an excise mm. increase, and the last three have been record highs. So a slab of beer or a pot or a bottle of whiskey or vodka is going up and it's not necessarily the supplier making the money or the person selling it to you. It's actually in taxation. Stay there, Georgie. Uh, we're going to take a break. Get your questions in. 0433981116. Send in your recommendations for the inner eastern suburbs of restaurants or somewhere you've nice you've eaten. eaten. You can give us a call 1300 736 736. Uh, Georgie Samuels after the break.